Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. And here we are, the second Friday of June. And we are just racing forward next, uh, what is it, the 13th of June will be on Tuesday, and the 14th is what we call Flag Day. So, oh, oh guess it says, learn about the Ozark Homestead, 33K buys a home, plots of land, shares in livestock and gardening, good growth plots, it's Elaine. So, myozarkhomestead.com. All right, I'll put that on, Elaine, in the... Um, in the follow-up email for everybody. But just some uh, history dates. The 14th is Flag Day or Bastille Day, as we they have it in France. And Bastille Day was actually the beginning of the uh, French Revolution, if you want to put it kind of in that vernacular. But it was also the beginning of the time they started calling the government that is the mind control terrorist because they put so much terror on the people after the people had pulled down the the royalty and anybody that looked cross-eyed, they guillotined them. And this is uh, a very uh, interesting period of time because so much of what we're doing today is about really stepping up and saying, no, we don't want it anymore. And Elaine's put more on, learn how to transfer your 401k into metals, metal assets that you hold, also investment options. Okay, I'll put those in for everybody. This is very good. All right, so... This is uh, about where we are. We're moving forward in history. We're moving forward in learning so much. I'm just going to make a quick comment. I hope everybody goes into the email I sent with the five videos. It will answer many of your questions that you've gotten a little here, a little there, a little here, and a little there. And someone said this. They couldn't follow it up. Someone said that. Couldn't follow it up. And these five videos will fill in those spaces in between with data and facts and uh, the actual uh, history of the words and what words we're using. And I got a little brochure here from the library that I thought was just a wonderful brochure. The caption on the cover was, The Power of Words. And it's actually, it's some kind of a Chautauqua festival. Now, Chautauqua is a little island off of South Carolina where 
little ponies got stranded, I guess, or something like that. And they used to develop big herds of these little ponies on this island. It's a very long, thin island. And then they would have a Chautauqua run. I believe this is the, the place. And they would run those ponies to shore, and they were there. They were sold, and the people were able to make some uh, cash on it for their community, making it a common union drive. They did these pony pony drives, I guess you'd call them. They were small. They were small horses. They weren't pony, uh, real pony ponies. But they're just shorter horses. But the actual reason this is called the Chautauqua Festival is that it's about what words we've heard over the many, many decades. And uh, they're going to have different people represent some famous people. They're really only doing four famous people, but they're doing them here in Spartanburg and in Greenville and Asheville. These are kind of our triangle here of uh, population. One's one's going to be Abraham Lincoln, one's going to be Cesar Chavez, one's going to be Walter Cronkite, and one's going to be Maya Angelou. And they're going to give parts of their histories of what they did. And of course, it's been um, either through a a memoir or some other thing and how they existed during their time. They have nice, really a nice bio on each one. But what was interesting was what Cesar Chavez has as his um, his battle cry, if you want to say, and it's called C S I, comma, say S E C U E D E. Yes, it can be done. Now, of course, after I bought that up on a program I was on, someone uh, texted me and said. That is what Obama used as his battle cry because he thought so much of Cesar Chavez. But the saying is important. Yes, it can be done that we can take this country back. Yes, it can be done that we can take our health and our own responsibility. Yes, it can be done that we can get our education through other means rather than in a classroom. Yes, it can be done that our religion is being, has been set up and we don't need to go to a four-walled building. We can actually have a greater union with our own spiritual uh, communion. Just walking in nature and hugging the tree is so healing, so optimum, so beneficial for each and every one of us. But I know some of you have been on Gary's program with the words back when we did it with um, David Wynn Miller. I actually have a fr- new friend out in California. He's a former medical um, environment person. And uh, he wants to get going with another David Wynn Miller class for those people. But it means concentration and a lot of people uh, as you know, we did it because we were a group that was very conscious about it. But for a lot of people that, oh, so much work, and you've got to be able to study it. And, well, 
it works because it makes you more knowledgeable and makes you more aware of how the words are used against you. And that's why, you know, his willingness to set it up. And I said, I'd be glad to work with you on it. And so he was thinking, I'd pull in people, but he needs to do it for people on the West Coast. So we're moving forward. And uh, I'm excited about what's happening. And uh, I told you about this group that I'm also belonging to was the Beacon 37, and it's moving along very nicely. More people are coming and becoming involved. And it's... Um, Things are happening, and that's why I want to keep saying this is a good time, and it's our time to take back what has been taken away from us by many different, um, what do you want to say, negative or controlling factors. So it's good. It's very good. So um, I, I just want to go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to say something. Um, Gary is still very much into these words, and I'll tell you what, it is even more than what you... <laughs> um, I haven't listened to the videos, but I'll, I'll watch and see what, you know, <clears throat> if he's um, on the same page as, as, as Gary is. Um, as far as getting how, you know, I mean, Gary really breaks the words down and it really makes sense as far as how that is, what the way they're controlling us is the, is the words we use. But I just wanted to mention that. And um, that's because of, uh, as you hear how the words were, where the origination of the words mm-hmm. were back in Egypt and bought forward to coerce and entrap us. This is exactly what he's talking about. So I'm not saying anything against Gary. This is why we've all become word conscious. No, that's... Gary has gotten into all of where the words have come from, their etymology, the different languages that that word has, you know, evolved from. Um, or in just in different languages, but it's no, he's very in depth with it, and it's very, very amazing. But is um, he writing it down and making a book of it? I don't know if he's making a book, but he does write everything down. He should probably make a book of it because that's what I'm saying. That's usable <clears throat> and be put on the internet because people, people, when you say it, they don't always get it, and as you and I have talked, we're visual auditory, you you want to get it in both modalities. So, um, it would help if he did that. But he's not yeah, sharing he, with anybody. He's he's only sharing with you and uh, Colin, so. Well, that's because nobody comes on the call, so I mean, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he he's not, not going to force anybody to, you know, come and listen to him, but, I mean, there were people that used to come on the call, but now it's just you know, a couple of us, but um, well, that, but that's okay. A few of us to come on this call, but I share with everybody. I that's know he would share with anybody that came on the call, but you know, I'm, you know, I know there's cool. some issues there. But anyway, 
I wanted to say too. Um, I I don't uh, I don't know if I sent it out in any emails. Maybe I should. <clears throat> I th- I thought I did, but anyway. Um, there's a seven day docu series um, on CBD oil. Um, oh, yeah, I, I just bought... saw that the other day. <laughs> oh, uh, I didn't send it out. You're right, Harper. You did send it out. Yeah. Okay. Um, the I watched the first episode. Unfortunately, I only leave an episode up for 24 hours, right. and the first one is gone. And it was really good. We're trying to figure out how to record these things. And I, I think if you took like a camcorder and and recorded it while you're watching it with a camcorder, not attached to the TV, but just like if you were just taking picture and audio of something, you could you could record it. But if it detects, you know, anything, you know, attached that's recording it, it it would go away too because I've tried this stuff before. But anyway, <clears throat> the first one's gone. The second one started last night and it should still be up. So if you get the, you know, if you're able to get that and and sign up for it, excuse me a minute. Had a little furry frog trying to interrupt. Anyway, um, <laughs> And sign up for it so you can, you know, still hear the number two, you know, the second episode today, then the third one is tonight, and it's it's at nine o'clock, but I forget what what uh, time zone it's in, but really good. It it talks about how we were lied to <laughs> about mm. the benefits of marijuana. Um, right. Uh. In fact, I one thing I didn't realize this the word marijuana they to get people away from can, the word cannabis cuz everybody knew what cannabis was. Um it was used in, you know, medicinally a uh, long time ago people were <clears throat> basically required to grow the stuff because it had so many benefits. You know, you could you know, make you know, make things with it. You could heal yourself with it. You could do so many different things. But what they did, I think it was back in 1937, they decided they were going to get people off the track of you know this being good stuff. Well, they came up with a different name called marijuana and the way they came up with that name was they took the word the name Mary and the name Juan because they went yeah. like down Mexico or something and called it marijuana <laughs> and then they attached a negative connotation they started a campaign on you know the you know drug addict type of thing you know it's you know you're you're bad if you're you know doing this stuff then they started making it illegal and all of this stuff because they did not want the people to have this stuff that was supposed to be good for them. So, Can I ask a 
question, Orpha. Did they uh, ever mention and name the they? <clears throat> they just said government. What? <laughs> it was the oil industry, the gas industry. Well, yeah, they they did mention they, that. They are not the government. They are a corporation. Well, but, the government the government is who you know. It? Yeah, and the government actually has. Um, a program, and there's only a very few people that have been able to get this, but um, there are some people the government is actually sending them uh, marijuana cigarettes um, where they can, you know, have like 10 a day or something like that. It's basically prescribed by the government, <laughs> but it's a great big tin of, you know, marijuana cigarettes. Um and one of the ways that they could get it is that they didn't talk about it, that they, you know, were given it by the government. Um, Smoking it but is yeah, the worst but yeah. way to do it. Actually, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're, they're actually trying to make, you know, uh, by um, not by doing it GMO-wise, but by... Um, What's the word I want to use? They're trying to downplay the THC, which is what gets you high. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, get it back to where it's it's because the the plant has really gotten to where they've uh, away from the original plant the way it was before. They're trying to get it back to there. And they were saying that eventually, you know, and not doing it GMO-wise, but eventually they could get it to where the, you know, any, you know, you could order a plant that would be a little bit more specific for helping, you know, this this issue or that issue, you know, maybe cancer here, you know, whatever. Um but they wouldn't do it GMO wise. They would, you know, do it by the way they propagate the plant. Um, but you're right. It was because the oil. They didn't want. Um, they wanted to be able to use their petroleum oil, which we know how good that is for us. Mm-hmm. Um, they wanted to get away. You know, they didn't want that taken away from them. <clears throat> So anyway, that's what this docu series is about. The first one was really good. I, you know, unfortunately, no one will be able to hear that one. But if you go in there and sign up for that, and then you can hear the second one before it goes down today, sometime. Um, I'm not sure what time yesterday it went down, but it was in the evening, and um, then you can see the other ones. But this is, you know, um. Oh, right after I watched the, the not not right after I watched the first one, but someone sent me a a thing. Oh, great! Now they're Monsanto, Bear, and the people who make Miracle Grow are trying to buy out the whole industry for marijuana and GMO it. There so you go. That's, Probably. That's, <laughs> yeah, they uh, they don't want people to be 
because it's like I just want to shoot Monsanto. I can't. I can't believe. Well, I can't believe it because there's too many people connected with them up in higher places that help push this, help protect them. Yep. They ought to be going down. And They're all going down. They will all go down. I know they won't. <laughs> they like, will. Never they will. I said oh. they will go down. Oh, I thought you said will not. Oh, no, they will go down. The people are getting pissed more so than you think. Oh, wow. Well, and I and I I think you're right by you know with people more people waking up about all this stuff, you know the the biggest thing is people don't want to believe that they've been lied to, and so they don't want to believe that their food is screwed up. They don't want to you know I think a lot of them might believe now that their air is screwed up, yeah. um, and they may believe their water is screwed. They may. Well, I think they even have a hard job with water because, uh, well, chlorine kills the bacteria and fluoride is good for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, <Yeah. really. laughs> they and I, I'm not saying fluoride isn't good for you, but it, you got to make sure you're getting the right fluoride and you don't want to get too much of it. It's just, you know, your body needs it, but it needs the, the kind that nature produces, not uh, toxic waste that is made from aluminum. Um, or the production of aluminum, but you know it's um, it's it, it's you know if if any of us were doing these kinds of things out there, would our asses would be in jail in a heartbeat. We said that over and over again. That's why it is important that the people step forward and say, "Jail these bastards." Because I'm going to tell you something that I learned with my brother smoking so much grass. They have actually put um, chemicals in the grass, the marijuana cigarette, and or if you're getting a free bag of it type thing, which is very, very uh, addicting. And that's really the criminal part of what is going on around all of us today is the criminality and the uh, real harm it's doing. That's why they wanted it to be Mary Jane, marijuana. It's it's a, mm-hmm. a, a crippling thing because actual cannabis is, as you said, probably a year and a half ago, Orpha, that cannabis is not addicting. And the fact that they switched it around so it would be addicting is the uh, the cause for all of this criminality. Do you know that most people that are in jail today do not have to be there because of the actual right of a man or woman to be using marijuana, pardon me, cannabis for the mm-hmm. good of their own health. This is how but, criminals. <clears throat> yeah, and, and this this guy was saying on this thing that you know 
back before 1937, you could walk into any store and, and uh-huh. you know, get it off the shelf. It was yep. it was so widely used, and the the medical industry understood this. But what happened there, because they could have been a big... Um, uh, I don't know what when they came out with this campaign and changed the name to marijuana, the medical industry didn't recognize that that's what they were talking about, and so they were saying, "Yeah, this is bad, you know, don't, don't, you know." But then when they found out that they were talking about cannabis, they kind of went nuts, and they, you know, it was too late then. People were already, you know, getting arrested and all kinds of stuff, you know, for having it. Um, even in places that it that they have now legalized it, um, even though it's it's legal in some places, the federal government, you know, to them it's illegal no matter where you are. It doesn't matter if you're in a place that that um. Does you know has legalized medical marijuana? They look at it as being illegal. <clears throat> so you still get arrested. Mhm. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to um to tell you a little bit about my experience with Ray, and I put a link up for a local um, area or it's a Native American sacred ground where they make non-GMO CBD oil. But before I go into that, um, I uh, I tried, uh, because of Patty recommending CBD oil for Ray, I noticed that the um, for his uh, seizures and anxiety attacks, um, you know, triggered because of the pain in his spine, and, you know, the troubles. But anyway, he got very um, injurious and violent. And the only thing the doctors were prescribing was Ativan. The Ativan that that I received out here made it even worse. So I took Patty's advice and started looking at CBD oil. So um, I started Ray on um, uh, three milligram uh, CBD oil six drops, two times a day, with the goal being to bring it to the major dose of three times a day, six drops. And this is non-THC. So um, I got really good benefits at the two times a day uh, with Ray. And the one thing that was immediate was he started speaking. Ray has never spoken. Now, he's not talking like I am or or able to form sentences, but he was able to say, okay, and trying to, uh, you know, uh, build words out of two-letter combinations. So that has never happened before. But then what, so eventually what I did is I uh, took him completely off the Anavan when I got up to three, uh, three doses per day. And I spoke with his doctor on this, and uh, it was very upfront and honest about what I was doing and why. And um, when he saw Ray's bloody hands and my bruises, he agreed that it might be a good idea to try something new. And so um, anyway, 
what I found, like so many other medications, uh, is that, you know, it seemed to have an uptake in his body and then become non-effective. And the only thing that I could get out here without having a medical marijuana card for Ray, which is almost impossible to get without you spending out-of-pocket $595 for the first orientation uh, by a licensed medical MD that gives you that card. But the bad thing about that card, and everybody in their own state should check this out, uh, if you have a medical marijuana card, whether it's what you smoke or what you take orally, uh, you can no longer have uh, a weapon. The government will then have a right mm-hmm. to come into your home and take mm-hmm. your weapon. So that's one of the things that I found out. But um, what happened is the uptake with Ray, it stopped working. It just stopped working. And it was sad because he would ask for the oil and I give it to him but it stopped working. So the highest dosage I could get out here is three milligrams. And um and so I just got to the point where, oh my God, this is just not working. So I didn't go back to uh Ativan, no way. Uh but I did have to increase uh raise Lamotrigen, bring it back to the normal dosage. Uh of uh, two to three times per day. And Lamotrigen is uh, kava kava. It's derived from an herb. It's the closest, closest. it's an anti-anxiety. Uh, it's also used for seizure, treatment of seizure, and Ray takes that in combination with another medication for seizure. But I had pretty much decreased that to twice a day, and now I had to go back up when the CBD oil became non-effective. So recently what I've done in the link that I put in your um, talk show window is uh, I was at the Taos, um, what's called SIDS. It would be the equivalent to Trader Joe's or your healthcare store, wherever you are. But uh, they sell non, or non-GMO organic and it's kind of like a health food shop. But anyway, I saw this oil for uh, five milligrams. Okay, and five milligrams CBD, pure CBD oil, uh, non-GMO, grown organically by uh, the Wamati Earth Sanctuary, a group of Indians in this area. So that's the link I put in the window. But um, I have tried, now the dosage on that is uh, four drops, um, two, I'm sorry, three to six times per day of five milligrams. So think about that. The other one was three milligrams, six drops, three times a day. This is five milligrams, four drops, uh, three to six times per day. So you can also get the pill, CBD pill, at 10 milligrams. But I I was concerned about if I got the pill, it might overload on Ray and who knows what. So with the oil, I have a little more control on dosage and effect. But the bad Elaine. thing that I want... Yes? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Finish. You, you had something to say. Go ahead. Well, I, I thought you were done. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I had gotten... 
uh, my doctor told me to go get CBD oil. <clears throat> and I went and got some. And um, uh, they gave me this schedule, this 14-day schedule of taking it. And it was, you graduate yourself up to, like, 14 sprays, um, which is, uh, well, 10 sprays in the morning, 14 sprays in the evening, and and it's the equivalent of 36 milligrams. Um, It was, was, but it, it graduates up there. It goes, like, no sprays in the morning, two sprays in the evening uh, for four days. Well, for two days, and then it goes to four sprays in the evening for another two days with none in the morning. And then the fifth day, you start with two in the morning, four in the evening, and that goes, well, that's one day. And then the next day, <clears throat> two in the morning, six in the evening, and then two in the morning, eight in the evening, and it goes, you know, keeps graduating like that, and it gets into the system. Um, and by the by the time you're done, you're doing 10 sprays in the morning and 14 sprays in the evening for a total of 30, 24 sprays or 36 milligrams. But they do, it does say if improvement in symptoms does not, is not seen during this initial trial of the therapy, treatment should be stopped. But um, I, you know, I was, you know, told by my doctor, you know, you know, you can go to four sprays if you want. And here I found out you can actually go more, but you have to graduate up to it. So maybe you might want to want to try that. If you, if you want, I can try and I don't know how to, I could maybe type this out um, and send it to Wonder, and she could send it to you. But I, I was very surprised that you could take that much. My my issue was that with it, for a little one ounce bottle, it's twenty two bucks. <laughs> and you know, I was up to six sprays, um, and then I was out, and I'm thinking, dang, it's <laughs> gonna be pretty expensive using this stuff. You know, so I don't know. I just thought I'd mention that that you know you can graduate up, and because my doctor was telling me that this CBD oil, they're they're starting now to use it in hospice care, where people are you know on morphine and stuff like that, and they're they're using the CBD oils. And I well, what I was gonna say. What I was going to say is I was talking about the uptake, uh, and and that's what that is. And sure, any information would be good, and if I had taken more time, I I could probably find that. But um, what I was going to talk about was the uptake and the economics of it. So um, Mm -hmm. Ray Ray popped off, and it started being ineffective with 3 milligram. 3 milligram for 2 ounces, $65. Uh, yeah. Two ounces, two ounces will last um, a month and a half. Three milligram at one ounce is is nineteen dollars, which will last about a month. So the five milligram, this is what I wanted to say, um, it works immediately. It 
brings in the calm and it lasts at four drops it'll last a good nine hours and and um then what i do at night when ray starts getting anxious again is i give him the three drops of 18 milligram that way i'm cutting my cost because the one ounce five milligram bottle costs fifty dollars yeah, it's it's you know it's it's very expensive, expensive. and I uh, I drop my health care you know just so I could have the extra money needed to do these things for Ray. So um, you know I had thought well oh I'll drop my health care and then we can afford a gym membership for his back for water therapy but I'm dealing with mental issues instead. <laughs> but yeah. You know, yeah, if you want to do that, have time, don't worry about it, though. When I have time, I can look into it. But basically what I was going to say is, so while I was at SIDS, I I met this guy, and he goes, and I was giving Ray his four drops of five milligram um, oil, and, um, and he goes, man, you could just drive to Denver an hour from here and buy a a joint that is as fat as a large cigar for $5 plus tax. It's legal in Denver. And, and, you know, I'm thinking, I told him, I said, you know, I really, I don't want to be stoned. I don't want to alter my, my, my consciousness, you know, my mind. I don't judge anybody that does that, but I just, and for me, it's not about getting high. I'm just trying to help my son with some oil, and I don't think he can smoke. <laughs> but um, but it's just, you know, it's ironic. Shoot, man. You could go to Denver, buy a big fat joint, and smash it down and turn it into oil and sell it for 50 bucks. You know, I mean, that's the way people think today. But the the other thing that I put on, or I'm putting on your link right now, and then I'm going to shut up, because I'm not trying to be too talk and never finish. But I did want to mention about the, um, you know, about my experience with the uptake on the oils um, was that I'm putting a link for a concealed carry course, uh, how you can legally uh, carry a handgun and take a license course uh, and get certified in concealed carry uh, regardless of what state you're in legally. So I'm putting that link up. I've taken the course myself, and it's very good. I learned a lot from it. Good, good. Thank you. And uh, in that course, <clears throat> do you have to show your uh, driver's license and all the other uh, government controls, corporation controls? Hello? Hello? Did I get dropped off? <laughs> You're here. No, no, but Elaine apparently went somewhere. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Oh, she's still here. Oh, I'm sorry. I pushed mute after I quit talking. Um, oh. Yes. Yes, you do. Um, I, If you don't have a license, I presume you can use your birth certificate. But, you know, according to law... I'm just, uh, you have, if you're going to carry concealed carry, 
you know, you, you do have to be registered according to federal law. But what I'm saying is that um, you could probably use your birth certificate. You do have to be fingerprinted. So, um, you know, if you've had a, a misdemeanor uh, arrest, I don't think that's an issue, but anything higher than that would probably prevent you. I had to get fingerprinted and um, uh, submit my uh, driver's license uh, and then complete the course and then go to the state police office for a physical fingerprinting card and then send all that information along with my course completion certificate to Virginia State Police. And what what it is is, um, and this is why it's beneficial to anyone that may be interested, is that a lot of states like California, for example, is very are very uh, restrictive on allowing people to have and bear arms. And so, in various states, and this course, this link, you can uh, provide it. It will provide you a chart. There is a law called reciprocity, and what that means is you can, um, if your state does not allow you to have a concealed carry, you can complete a course through a licensed um, instructor, and the one providing this course is a retired uh, police officer, uh, uh, like a captain or some high-ranking officer who's been trained in firearms, and he's also a licensed firearm instructor. But you can complete the course, be certified through his uh, licensing and instruction, submit your application fingerprint ID to a different state. For instance, I submitted mine to the state of Virginia because there is a reciprocity law between the state of Virginia and New Mexico. And what that means is that um, I can be licensed for concealed carry, and through federal agreement, the state of New Mexico will honor that concealed carry license in this state. So that's the reciprocity. But again, it also boils down to money because you pay uh, annually a renewal fee and an initial fee of $100 mm-hmm. to the state that provides the concealed carry license it's all about the money and it's all about keeping you under their surveillance everything you said was all about surveillance i know completely the the one thing that i the one last thing that i'll mention on this is that this program um has a, uh, it's about money again, and I didn't do it, but some other people may have money. Um, You know, this program offers a um, legal service for, I think, $20 a month, because if you get involved in a shooting, you can call this number and immediately have a team of attorneys at the police station to bail you out and represent you. That sounds good. Yeah. But I'm too busy buying CBD oil. (laughs) (laughs) That's the point. They keep you busy another way. And um, 
a part of what uh, you're saying. I mean, it's great information. It's absolutely great information. And uh, I thank you for that because it is about us getting more information about all of this uh, shenanigans that are going on. But it is uh, it is truly something uh, I would not recommend anybody getting a carry thing because who are the first people they will go to when uh, anything hits the fan? It will be the, the people with concealed carry. So you've uh, advertised where you are and what you're doing. And that's right. not a healthy thing. So it, it's all up to what you feel you're safe enough to do. And that's really what it gets down to. And I just, I just want you to be safe. And being safe means you're not going to be on their call list, i.e., let's get that buzzard, you know. Uh, and what all of all of what has been brought out, and I think it's great. I'll send that out that uh, Orpha sent about the cannabis, so that you can get an education on it. Uh, the fellow that we're working with here in um, South Carolina is, and he's working across the country, of course, is the information about um, uh, about having the right to use marijuana freely, not as a criminal. And this is important for all of us to know you can't. However, because most of you uh, have, have done your your whatevers on learning how to be private, there's a lot of information you don't know. And there's a lot of information that will send your ass uh, to jail. So I'm I'm really uh, not going to give that information only because of the fact that I could get you in trouble. And that's not what we're here for. We're here to, to work together and to make you safe and to make everything you do workable for you. So, and, and I, I sent you information last week. I don't know if uh, a lot of you got into it. I'm not here to be your judge or jury. I just want to make certain you're safe and you get what we're doing as being optimum for each of us. So... Uh, Life is going to be very interesting in the next few weeks. Very, very interesting. Life is going to take on a whole new thing. When I was out in Oregon, a very lovely lady who had also come from Chicago was able to ride me around a lot to different things. And she sent me this lovely book. It's not a religious book. It's a thought-provoking book. And you know how I've always been saying it's an inside job. Well, this book's title is Opening Doors Within, 365 Daily Meditations from Findhorn. And this lady, there's a little bio in here on her, and she was just trying to survive and take care of uh, who she loved. And so this is 
pretty much a daily thing. She had these little, what do you call it, guidances that she felt she received and put them down on paper. Well, June 9th is, this is very interesting. You are part of my infinite plan. And this could be any spiritual leader you want that's saying this. There is no God thing in here. It's not a religious thing. You have a part to play in the overall picture. It may be only a very small part. Nevertheless, it is essential for the completion of the whole. Never at any time feel that your part is so small that it is not necessary. Who are you to judge? I need you in your rightful place playing your specific part. If you have not yet found out what your part is, it is up to you to seek and go on seeking until you have found what it is. See yourself fitting into your rightful place, giving what you have to give to the whole, and so feel part and parcel of that wonderful wholeness, no longer separate or divided. No one can do it for you. You have to do your own seeking and your own finding. No one else can live your own life for you. Only you can live it. And that's been our message for a long time on this call, is you are responsible for your life. And this is so exciting to hear someone else actually say that, that it gives, it gives one a means to a definite end of, wow, there's more than one person saying that, and it's time for us to get more onto it. So let us look at what is being said here. Is it something that we, we can ignore? Is it something we have to just shut ourselves off from and to and, and make it non-existent? No, it's none of those. It's your own participation in what is most beneficial and most helpful for you, by you, with you. So I'm just throwing it out. If you want to discuss something like that, that's cool. If you don't, let's carry on with open mic and see where we can go with that. I yield. Silence is deafening. <laughs> well, I guess we're all we're all talked out, right? <laughs> no, you're you're thinking, and that's absolutely <laughs> cool. It's absolutely cool because I know uh, I know this fellow always says. Well, I guess I scared the hell out of you. No, no, we're thinking about what you, what you just said. <laughs> yeah. Yep. you got to give us a moment to get it into our head. That's all. Absorb it. Absorb it. That's right. But I thought it's interesting. I've had the, every day there's a new uh, expression, and I've gone, Man, this is so much how we're doing because those videos that I sent you and I encourage you to get into them, Elaine has gotten into them, 
But I encourage you to get into them because it will give you another perspective. And that other perspective is very, very important for you. Because it's, I don't have all the answers. I got to tell you, when I start talking, I don't know what I'm going to say. Stuff comes out. And it's important that uh, each of us allow themselves to really be able to be at that point of, oh, there's a new idea. Oh, that's something interesting. It, it's, it's an aha time in our life. It really is an aha time in our life. So much is going on. So much excitement and changes. You know what's interesting, Wonder? I listened to Steve Quayle, and as I was um, listening or watching the video from last night that you sent, um, the guy, uh, he's in a teaching classroom college. I mean, the majority of people did not know basic things like the law, what is esoteric, you know. Uh, And he was trying to gauge his ability to communicate his concepts based on the capacity of the audience. Mm -hmm. And I think think that that, that's what we have a lot of in this world, Um, you know, the capacity of the audience to hear and retain and understand. One of the things that um, always that I am more aware of and have been made more aware of since, um, you know, being hurt so much uh, here in New Mexico from those that I love is um, not to remove a person's hope. And I remember, uh, you know, sorry for this, but in the Bible, you know, the apostles uh, said, be ready always to... um, you know, give a man a reason. I think Paul said that for the hope that is in you. Because a lot of times hope is all people have, the belief that things can be better. But hope and faith and ideas are based on um, people's ability to understand and comprehend uh, or be aware of what is happening around them. Um, I remember... uh, many things in life, many moments of awakening and dimming and awakening and dimming. It's like we have a dimmer switch, you know, we we get really we get we get really in tune and and in touch with the the consciousness of creation, God through our faith and we communicate that and we receive inspiration either through words or form or signs and wonders, coincidences, deja vu, however God can speak to you is how he will to accommodate your hope and what you believe in so that you don't give up on your purpose in life. And um, I know that um, as I was um, going through some hard times uh, in transition here, I had been, excuse me, doing a lot of praying, if you will. I'll just label it like that. Uh, But really at a soul, spirit, consciousness level. 
And I'm telling you, the inner voice of uh, God, not some psychotic delusion, said to me, uh, nothing is hidden that will not be revealed, and the unseen will become the seen. Mm-hmm. And and for me, that is very important because what had been afflicting me in that time uh, moving forward had had been the deceptions of other people and the way that they were attacking me in such an unseen manner. Mm-hmm. But I... I always realize that when there is a message, you know, the Bible talks about um, two or three witnesses. So, the, and, and modern day uh, esoteric stuff, you know, talks about synchronicity. So, you know, if you hear people that are uh, trying to tune into a higher level of consciousness and creation, reaching out to God, whatever you want to call it. Um, Come back with the same message, the same answer, like the intuition writings that you spoke of, Wonder. Then you know that there is a linking, I call it a linking sustenance that feeds your inner soul and, and it is being spoken to more than one because we are, all part of that one creation. And so I've heard from Steve Quayle, from many other people in different areas of belief and and, uh, thought say the same thing, that nothing that is hidden will not be revealed and the unseen will become the seen. And I think that, I think that's what we're experiencing is People in coming awake, so to speak, are, are you know, all this that we're hearing about the deception in government and the lies and the corruption is all being made known. And people are starting to be able to differentiate between what is true and what is not. Excellent. Very, very spot on. Very good. Thank you. Very good. More is being revealed. Yes, yes, yes. And so many of us are neo-thinkers, so much of what we have learned uh, way back when we were in neo-think was exactly that point. That it's coming out and being made available for us. So, yeah, reach out. This is great. Um, go ahead. I have something. I have something to add on the CBD oil. Um, if you go to the link, you know, in that email, and you don't get the first part, try going to YouTube and search. Do a search for hemp plant documentary. Um, CBD. Oh, all right. Um, I just had someone say that she went on YouTube and it was still playing, so you might be able to see the first part. Very good. We have a new uh, party on the line, Legal Ease. Uh, Would you want to introduce yourself, Legal Ease? 
legal and then impractical. Well, sure, yeah. This this is legalese. I uh, I've got this uh, idea. Uh, I sound like Donaldson, and make everybody believe that he's a nice guy. You know. <laughs> This is Donaldson coming in with another voice for us to learn. What's up, you guys? You do sound like Donaldson. <laughs> you are Donaldson. That's he true. Is Donaldson. <laughs> he this is, is Donaldson. Donaldson. <laughs> it's Donaldson. Good, good to size, though. It sounds like maybe your grandpa or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, how are you guys doing? I actually... I got the name legalese in there because uh, it makes sense. You know, a lot of people are tr- trying to make much more difficulty out of the out of the system you know, than than they need to. I think, but that's just disinformant agents. The system's not meant to be so difficult like this. The one thing I've uh, I don't know if you guys were talking about this or not, but kind of settled into understanding is that with quantum, right? With quantum, I can't make a claim and say, I learned the law. I learned the law, and it taught me that all law is void. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the problem. It's like you come out with a quantum grammar argument to try to debunk everything, and they say, well, and then say, well, the law taught me this. I I studied law for the last six years. Okay, you have an example of what you learned. Here's you know such and such case or such and such case. Okay, well these cases are written in adverb verb. I thought you said that that was ambiguous. You couldn't get any meaning out of it. Oh, uh, yeah. So therefore, there's no law, you guys. There's only the, the only law is the unwritten stuff, you know. And it's also the fact that when they go through the law school, they there is no, they are not taught laws. They are taught yeah. codes, statutes, and regulations. No law is ever mentioned. A fella in Australia said was always confronting the people, the uh, cops or any of the people that were uh, members of whatever agency pulled them over, and he said, "Show me the law." No, that's a code. Show me the law. No, that's a statute. Show me the law. I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do. Just show me the law. They could never show law because all of it has been written in statutes. And that has been pure, complete, actual fact as of the commencing in the mid-30s when Franklin Delano Roosevelt came in. All of everything was changed from laws to statutes or codes. Yes, this has just received your email from Clantina that the link to the CBD oil documentary, here's the link. Oh, Clantina. Uh, and that goes to WB2. 
signing off now. Still listening. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, Clintina. I'm so glad you came in so that we can hear that you're okay. I'm, I yeah, guess. I haven't heard from you for a while. Yeah. That, and wasn't, was, that wasn't Clintina. That was me, Elaine. I was looking at my oh. email and listening. I received that um, email from Clentina oh. uh, on the CBD oil. So I, I just wanted to mention her name that she had forwarded that right as um, Orpha was talking about it. So it was kind of synchronistic. That was. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think I sent it out to Clentina like I sent it out to Wonder Ann. Because so they're wanting it to get out to everybody, you know, which uh, makes it kind of. Ironic that they, that they wanted to get out to everybody, but then they take the videos down, you know. But apparently, it hasn't come down yet. So, well, and and two, the the issue of uh, that they're putting it all on, also on the internet through the uh, um, what did you say YouTube. So that's good. Well, people people that put things on, up on YouTube can take them down. Yeah, yeah. Just because it's on YouTube doesn't mean it's there forever. You can you mm-hmm. can take it down. So, what? but uh, apparently they're choosing to either leave it up or what? Because they were saying that the videos would only be available for 24 hours, which kind of to me bad. was, you know, well, if you want everybody to get it, why are you wanting to? limit the amount of time that they can access it, you know? Because they'll, make any sell, sense. Yes, they'll sell a package with all of them together. That's what they all do. Well, I didn't see anything on here where they were selling. I got my reason. They will be. Okay. I mean, it, 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 the videos are free, and I didn't see where they were selling anything. So They, they come out know. at the end. They always come out at the end. Oh, if you missed it all, I've seen it on the cancer. That's why I don't bother listening to them anymore. Well, unless it it would be something of, because what they were saying in the video was people were, you know, here they're getting this information about the CBD oil now, but they're having a very hard job getting it. And so maybe, I don't know. I'm just saying I didn't see them trying to sell anything. Uh, and maybe I I can be very wrong also. So, but I have seen that on many of the others that I just don't even oh, go yeah. to. Oh, oh I can't yeah. Because I get in on my schedule with them. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I know what you're talking about. They do all sell stuff. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't go to many of them anymore either. But this is a a documentary, or well, not not a documentary, but a docu series, I guess, kind of documentary. I mean, that was kind of the way it was written. Different people that have tried it, and and their journey with trying to, you know, find out about it and get it and heal themselves with it and stuff. And getting it, I think, is apparently a big deal because it's, you know, they're they're the people that don't want us to have it are blocking the availability of getting it. Why would they want as well? Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, um, 
Donald. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, was just wanted to say something about the law stuff. It's not that there is no law, because you know the law is apparently, right? Allegedly, the law is uh, whatever the agreement of the parties is. If you guys, you know, whatever we agree to to be our course of dealings, right? That's law. So that's why I love the fact that quantum works with the public because the public is 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 like a quasi forum in a way it's like it's actually not um it's like since it's fiction you could say that there is no law there unless you agree and like um the whole thing about like understanding what what I what the law says and then coming in and and then having them trump you because you you use adverb verbs to learn everything but now you uh you know now you want to use it and say that you have quantum and you're going to make your quantum claim well the way you can make that stick is by um asking those people if the publications that I learned from were copywritten or trademarked was it cop was it private material right if so, then it was for private use, meaning not public use. And to have a higher level of correctness for less ambiguity and more uh, transparency, yeah, I learned the law from that, but that was all private conduct. This is public conduct. And, and I'm here as one of the people to raise the bar. I've got this other group of people, you know, this other 24 people with me here. We are world county citizens or whatever the hell you know like and we're here to regulate our own uh constituencies in other words we're you know you have you have your place in office but we also have our knowledge and our our brains and so we we because we can actually think right and we know about you being uh private then everything that goes on public record from now on, you know, blah blah blah, should be should be in a correct sentence structure form. Uh, but I'm going to move quickly away from that and 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 say that I thought of this concept last night after someone brought up the the, the idea on uh, on the call on one of the calls, and it is that is that it wouldn't be bad to see like world county citizenship. Or world county organization, or something like that. Like a, it's basically a global, right, organization that um, that organizes on the county level, right. It's like what NLA is trying to do, right. Except all this does is acts like ICLE. They get in, we get in there, and we help the cities and counties. We don't help the cities, though. We help the counties, the people, the actual people. So we're not coordinating with the people in office like like ICLE is doing right necessarily we're not teaming resources with all of those municipalities and stuff this is like a, a more of a um like a common law one i guess you could say it's a common law um group of world county members you know what i'm saying and so in this way embracing globalism embracing the move towards like you know, a wider acceptance of, of 
of culture and diversity, right? And at the same time, re- staying and retaining the 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 national the nation and 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 you know reaffirming that the nation the strength of your uh, judicial district because that's what a county is is a judicial district and there's nothing wrong with being online on the internet and connecting with with county members from all over the world and and getting and pulling source resources on how you have how you have made things work how you have kept things by the book. You know, and uh, I think it's a great idea because it's it's exactly what it, you know they're do Ickley is doing with the city and counties, and then at the same time, that's exactly what Lavoy Finicum was doing. He was going out with the and meeting with the counties and around and getting con, getting some sort of concurrence with them. You know, so that was that was pretty cool. You know, like, and if we can get these groups together that can come in and say, hey, look, we don't. We don't agree with the language here anymore. And actually, take this, this will blow your mind. We want a sanctuary city. We want a sanctuary city. We want to preserve it. And you know what? If you, the federal government, want to come in and try to stop the funding and stop all this, or the state, you want to try and stop, take away our sanctuary city status or whatever, well, then you're going to have to beat this grammar. You see? Uh, what does Ickley stand yeah. for? Oh, uh, shit. I forgot. Uh, I think it's, uh, let me see. It's necessary for you to know what it means. It is your Agenda 21. I believe it's, I see, well, regardless of whether it is Agenda 21, we need, it's like, if we take that information and flip it on its head and start using the same concept, but for the people instead of, you know what I'm saying? Instead of for the corporations. And that is true for most of what we need yeah. to do because what they're saying in Ickley is, oh, we're here to make certain you have a better life. We're so good. And as you will see, and I encourage you, Donaldson, to listen to the videos that I sent out last night so that you see that this gentleman is saying exactly that anything we receive from the government, know it's uh, a bait and switch. It's all about bait and switch. You know what bait and switch means? It means they say one thing and they'll give you entirely a different thing. And that is what has created all our disbelief of different people, our disbelief of anything that has gone on before now, and it is totally the means by which they have done their cruelest to the people. That's why people do not trust anything anymore. This is why people are saying, well, have people achieved anything? Have they succeeded in anything? Well, they have, but listen to the audio and you will find out exactly how many times, not the exact amount of times, but you'll hear that you make it one way, then they flip it so they can trap other people. Here we Good point. Good point. Um, it, now, that could be possibly happening, but here, to answer your question about Ickley, Ickley was con- conceived in ni- 1989 when local government leaders met with a leading atmospheric scientist to discuss 
the depletion of the ozone layer. Okay, so there you have the agenda for uh, sustainability and for, uh, you know, uh, green planet type, you know, attitude. So uh, the, they pledged to establish local laws to phase out ozone-depleting chemicals and imagined an organization that could coordinate local government responses to global environmental problems. Okay. Uh, Italy was, was then founded in 1990 by 200 in 1990 by 200 local governments from 43 countries who convened for the first world congress of local governments for a sustainable future okay um at the united yeah, nations uh, headquarters yeah go ahead i'm going to interrupt only because of the fact that when you finally said the right date that was when our Vice President Gore came back, and it was the beginning of Agenda 21. And Agenda 21 was hoodwinked over the people in reference to this global warming fakeness. It's always been a fake. And the issue of the global warming has been actually disproved by a great number of the powers of science. Now, there's pros and cons of that. However, they're doing their damnedest to be able to be sure we get bad weather as often as we can or drowning our our fruits and vegetables as much as we can so they look right and we look wrong. It is still control and manipulation. And it was purposely done on everybody. And ICLEI was what many of the counties and states have discontinued belonging. They do not belong to it. If you go to a lot of the counties, they've opted out. So it, it behooves us to know that, I mean, they're doing it here in Spartanburg. What they've done, and I'm going to tell you what they've really done, they have torn out this whole apartment complex. They're spending humongous amounts of money to put in a sewer system or a water line system through this area that was all houses that had no problem with the water line before. And they're making just, just picture dollar signs running over each other into the billions. And then they're going to say to Spartanburg, you have to pay for it. It bankrupts the the town, bankrupts the people, and then they're totally federalized. This is their goal. Uh, When they started doing the um, Agenda 21, which they do not say it is, it's uh, it's innovation. I think I'm the one who gave him the word innovation and all this other because I went up and asked him, is this Agenda 21? And they denied it up and down. Well, it is Agenda 21. They've torn down houses. They've uh, totally relocated these communities so they can come back and have their own house that they will rent and then have ownership, which is admirable. However, 
they're putting the whole city into debt up to their eyeballs, and they don't even know it. They have no clue. And that's exactly mm -hmm. what you're talking about. Yeah, it is. And we're talking about if they want to have their little organizations, right, the global organizations to support each other in the communities, then it, it needs to be spearheaded by people that are actually in in a position to defend their own community, right? And instead of ha- the ha- people that have potential to to uh, um, show respect to persons. Well, that sounds good again, but they will never let you win. And that's can't, they why they cannot let you win with quantum, yo. Unless they're trying to destroy our bodies, is what you're saying. They won't study quantum. I'm not. I'm, I've said it to this to you before. Our group studied quantum. We went over all of the quantum. We did a magnificent job. And people won't study it. That later. Orpha, please uh, acknowledge what I'm saying. Because this, I'm not wanting to fight with you, Donaldson. You're a brilliant mind. I want your mind to keep being brilliant. And part of it is about seeing both sides of it. I see where you're coming from with what your idea of turning. Yes, we can do that. However, we are going to have to have a different abilities, and it isn't happening yet. It is coming. It is not. We have to educate them to even get their English language right. They don't even know they're being duped by the way this whole shenanigans come down. I will say, yes, uh, as far as studying the quantum language and really learning it, people aren't going to sit down and do it. I mean, I didn't, I haven't gone into it in depth like I should have, but I did get enough out of it to comprehend it to be able to um, see the value in it, be able to recognize things from it and, you know, the way things are said and and how they're said and, and, you know, gleaning that stuff from it by knowing about quantum language. But I can't rattle it off like you. I can't rattle it off like Gary does. I I I have not sat down and written and written and written and written it. I I just uh, my brain some, somehow doesn't want to really go there. Um, right. Let me help. Because that's not parts. where my that's not where my my brain goes. But uh, wonder is is correct in the fact that people won't. Um, I hate to say lazy, <laughs> but in essence, I think that's what it is because quantum takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. And it's not just physical work of writing it and, and that kind of thing. It's a mental work. I mean, you have to totally flip your brain upside down to decide that you're going to accept this because... We have been so programmed with our, our 
the language now that we can't get out of it. And quantum is a way to at least see it for see the language for what it is or what it isn't. Either way, doesn't matter. But seeing it is what matters. I keep wanting to say understanding, but, but um, well, you could you could stand under quantum language, I guess, um, or want to, you know. But it, it's people aren't willing to do this. It's just like they're not. When you go up and try and give them information, they don't want to hear it because it's going to take them out of their comfort zone. It's going to make them do something that goes against every fiber of their grain. They're they're not going to want to take the time to really get into it. They haven't become a seeker yet. They're comfortable where they're at. They don't have any doubts and questions yet. That's going to take their own time. They they have to be on their own journey, their own uh, time frame for when they're ready to accept this stuff. No, no, no matter how hard you push it on them, if they're not ready for it, it's going to go right over the top of their head. It's not even going to go in one ear and out the other. It's going to go over the top of their head, especially with quantum language, because it is very challenging to really look at that and say, you know, I mean, it's... Right. It, but the wow factor of it is just enormous. So, yes. Okay, so we, to respond to that, the people that are interested in, in, in you know, helping out their communities, they already know English. And, and the citizenship uh, requirement of knowing, I guess you'd have to kind of know English, you know, to know the laws here. And so that's that's kind of, it's a huge topic right now. People are interested in it. And if, the, if, if we had a right marketing campaign, all we need is money behind us, actually, to be able to get people's interest level up. Because I believe that we have a lot of people that want to see change now. We have a lot of people that wait. They want to really see and feel this, this inner, inner change. They want to see it on the outside world, you know. They want to feel it, you know, uh, come through the reality of this freedom. And so what I was thinking, you're absolutely right. That people are going to give me a hard time, and give anyone a hard time, that does the quantum thing. Well, you know, also the fact is that everything you're saying, as soon as you start saying you got to pay for it, it turns people off. And yet, I know from a, a, a seminar I used to take with Barbara DeAngelis. She said when she charged too little, people she had to go over their growth every week and refresh it for them because they didn't think anything of it. Oh, it's just whatever. And uh, in turn, she had to raise her price so high that they started doing the work themselves. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But the issue here is uh, if people have been taught not to learn language, they will continue to be not language-oriented. And uh, for many people, English, just 
English in the classroom was too hard for them. And so what I'm, I'm encouraging people to do is open up their minds so that they can even hear that there's something wrong. And that is what they're starting to do. They are hearing, as you've just validated, that they're hearing something is wrong. What is wrong? That's the education part. That's where, well, did you, uh, how many licenses have you had to pay for this year? Put it in their pocketbook. Put it in their pocketbook. Have them look at what monies have you had to spend on licenses this year. Car renewal. Maybe their driver's license. Maybe their fishing license, hunting license, business license. Uh, you name it, they have a license for it. With you know, Wonder? <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to make, make a comment on that point there. That's, that's another thing. You know, you, you try and tell somebody that... Um, they don't have to pay taxes for one. They, Whoa. you know, like, oh yeah, you know, and that whole argument. And then you go into all the things that are taxes: driver's license, your fishing license, your, you know, taxes at the grocery store, your taxes on gas, your, you know, all of this stuff that they don't even realize were taxes. Correct. Because it's called a license. Or, you know, this sort of thing. Those things are all taxes and we shouldn't be paying them. But trying to get out of that system of doing it for so many years, people, you know, it, it is a very challenging endeavor to do that. And people don't want to, like I said, get out of their comfort zone. They don't want to... Say, oh, that's too much work. You know, I'm I'm happy right where I am. You know, and, and so they stick their head in the sand like an ostrich, and you know, that's where they remain. Right. Well, I know I'm I, only one person out of what? How many people live in San Francisco? I don't know, but I know I can find 12 other people or or 25 other people that that feel strongly, if not stronger, than I do about reforming and uh and in influence inspiring this uh this country to or the you know the county or whatever the community to be stronger um more protected you know and better organized and also you know stiffer on 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 government so like the idea is that um the 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 idea would be basically that you could we could do this. It would just have to take um, understanding the, that you know now is a pivotal time for the the quantum, the grammar of quantum. And it, I was thinking even, you know what? It doesn't matter if the other people don't want to move. If they have families, they can be they can be members of the world county organization support group, whatever you want to call it, right? They're members of it. They get representation. 
you know what I'm saying, from their local community, from that 12 or that 25 people. They now have peers that they can rely on in their, in their community. You know what I'm saying? It's all about having peers. So you have your jury of 12 or 25 of your peers. I got this shit down. I've been thinking about it a lot. But I want to shift gears for a minute. You know what? There's this one topic that people aren't talking about, and it's oxygenating the blood. Oxygenating the blood. I was, I was looking in, into that, and I wanted to see if you guys would briefly touch on that subject matter real quick. How Maybe Michael Jackson died because he had too much oxygenation in his, in his lungs or something, and he was over time, you know, destroying his body instead of helping it. So Michael know, Jackson was murdered. We could talk about that. But what, what's your thoughts on, on oxygen and its advantages, advantages in the body for killing germs and killing bacteria and, and having a pH balance? Well, just the fact that you're bringing that up and phrasing it now in that reference is very interesting because cancer cannot grow in an oxygenated area. Yet, why do we have a pandemic of, of cancer in this country that is perpetrated to kill as many people as possible? Go ahead, Donaldson. He must be muted. But the issue here is oxygen will kill cancer almost immediately because cancer cannot live in high oxygen. We have had our oxygen lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered until we are breathing. Years ago, it used to be at 16%. I think they've said it's down to 17. You know what 17 is? Pardon, I said 17. 14. 14 is extremely low oxygen content. Why do you think people are having tremendous physical problems? Their oxygen is too low for them to really have energy. Oxygen has been purposely lowered, and I'm going to keep on repeating it, purposely lowered so that you are not achieving full breath. I went in with a side pain to my chiropractor, and I said, I just can't seem to get rid of this pain. And he he did his adjustment. He does the little snapper thing, and then he says, you're not breathing deep enough. I'm a shallow breather. You said the only amount of air I can get. Why are we shallow breathers? Because we aren't getting the oxygen. So we end up shallow breathing to achieve what we need to achieve. This has been purposely being done. The air quality control that we used to, I mean, in L.A., uh, air quality control is red, white, yellow, and green, or whatever the colors were. It, it, the valley was called the Valley of Smoke. Why was it called the Valley of Smoke? The Indians knew when they tanned the high. 
that it made the valley hold the, the smoke in the valley. And in those days, they didn't have fans. So the Indians only did their hide canning when it was, there was a breeze going through, I would think, because they learned very quickly that some things just need to have a different way of dealing with them. Right. So this thing called food-grade hydrogen peroxide, people have been talking about that as being something that's a bit of a miracle cure for even cancer and all types of different things. The normal hydrogen peroxide that sits in your store on the shelf is 3%. That's medical grade, right? This, this food grade one where you start to put it into your diet, I can send you the material so you can send it out to everyone. But, one uh, Minute Cure. The book, One Minute Cure. Go ahead. Oh, no, after you. I'll, let's fill me in on the details. Well, Go one ahead. thing I'd like to say on that is um, even though it's food grade, which is like, I forget what the percentage of it is, but you have to dilute that. You have yeah. to get it down to a 3% to put it in into your body. Otherwise, you will do some, have some real fun bubbles coming up. But <laughs> the hydro, the hydrogen peroxide is a very you tried good. It before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have, but I, I really went about it in the wrong way, and I also di- didn't have the food grade, and I wanted to try it, and I did the stuff over the counter, which was not a good thing to to do. But I wound up taking more than what. I should have been because I was not thinking of it correctly in my brain, and I wound up <laughs> putting way too much in my water. And what it wound up doing was it caused my cells to oxidate, um, and that is bad. That is very bad. Um, when I had my blood tested. I had a lot of oxid, you know, oxidated cells. They looked like little spiny, spiky things, um, like they exploded or something. <laughs> um, so just make sure that if you're going to do that, you follow the directions correctly. Because it, just because something is good, more doesn't make it necessarily better. Um we we always think, oh well, if this if it's good, if this much is good, then this much must be better. Now that's not necessarily always true, and hydrogen peroxide is that good thing. I think there's, I think it, there's an old saying that goes, "What's good for the goose isn't always good for the gander." Well, that may be true, but I don't know that it applies for here because um, you're not necessarily looking at two different entities if one takes it the other one should or shouldn't you're talking about putting it in your body and the amount you're taking That's what um, yeah. as far as you know you want to do you know the, the drop sequence 
right. just the way they say it so that you're not putting too much in your body. You get your body used to it, and it gradually starts clearing things out. But I I was looking at it so – it was like instead of three drops a day, I was looking at three drops per bottle of water. So I was drinking like ten drops – or. 10 bottles right. of water or whatever. From what I understand, so it's I was supposed getting to slowly increase. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And actually, you you increase and then you back down a little bit. Um, Can I interrupt both of yes. you? Because Go I ahead. have done Go the ahead. whole program. And I have done it from beginning to end. And uh, we did food grade, um, hydrogen peroxide. And... Mm-hmm. I took it from the very definitely, and this is out of the book called One Minute Cure. And he says emphatically, do not push it. And the reason is, is that just for what you're saying, Orpha. When we push it we and or overdo it, and that's easy to do because we want to get cured of what sometimes we don't even know what we're sick from. And what I found, I took it all the way up to the 23 or 25 days. We were very, 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 very conscious of ticking off on the calendar what we did and how much we did. It is a drop. You do put it in the water and you chug-a-lug it, and you take it there, and you watch yourself. You must be aware of what you're doing. And part of the doing part is that you are really causing yourself to be at cause over your own health. What I found out is that I could take this very easily. I found out that I didn't really have, quote, unquote, anything wrong with me. So I was able to keep on going as far as the going went. And I found it for some of us, it was a good good potion to take. And for others, it, it, they, they couldn't go past, like, like what you were saying, or past the first breath. Because, uh, I mean, you were taking a lot in a jug of water. I didn't. I took it in a glass of water and and put it down cleanly. You can abuse it very easily if you insist on not paying attention to the right way of doing it. And that is why I can send out the book one-minute cure to everybody that wants it so you can read it. Read first. Get uh, what it really is about and then see if that's something that would really work for you because it is a definite uh, means to clean your system out. It is a definite means for you to get uh, toxins out. But it is also very important that you do it properly, very properly. Yes. And uh, Gary, Gary kept it up 
I went through it and I found no difference. it for a number of uh, a number of months, and I don't know what that noise. I don't know. Uh, let me see. I, I it doesn't show up. Is that you, Elaine, doing something with Ray? I was fixing breakfast. I muted. Sorry. Okay, honey. And uh, it's it's really important to to know what your capacity is, not someone else's, but your capacity, because you are the master of your body. I yield. <clears throat> So can I step back a little bit on, and talk about um, what you were talking about, Wonder, on the the housing thing? Yes. Um, I just, uh, you know, I've been looking at the money market uh, and the gold and the silver markets, and there's several um, people that are saying, and some of these are um, in the system, uh, economic people, and and here's what they're saying is that if the since the United States and other countries are pulling out of the EU, which is part of the Agenda 21 world domination, um, you know they are they are losing their foothold. And one of the one of the things that has always attributed to this is the devaluation of precious metals. And how do they devalue it? They don't devalue it by attacking it or addressing it uh, individually, but rather by by uh, diverting into other markets. So the other markets are derivatives, and that's debt. So people are um, buying into debt, and that is what is controlling the interest rate. They've said that uh, during Obama administration, the interest rates in the eight years that he was president only raised were risen or went up because that uh, controls the fluctuation um, three times. Whereas here in Trump's administration, um, it's already gone up, I think, two or three times in the short time that he's been in office. So um, how does this play into the housing market? A lot of the idea of Agenda 21 in BASIC is to control everybody and make sure nobody owns anything so that the government is provisionary of all your needs, your housing, your your car, your food, your transportation, your health care, everything that you're required that you need to live is provided by the government. And the government is the EU. So that means you're limited and you're controlled because you hold no assets of your own. That's why people that own property are seeing their property seized by Bureau of Land Management and whatnot. So how can you get during this interim period people to buy into that concept without them realizing that they're being framed into a government-controlled society that has a similarity to communism? Um, And the way to do that is by manipulating the market, the derivative market because that is what is controlling the dollar agenda. So a lot of people have been enticed with lower your interest rates with HARP. When you lower your interest rates with HARP on property by refinancing through the government HARP program, 
the government gets you, in some cases that I've heard of, $10,000 additional cash, uh, your interest rate drops to 2.3, your mortgage may go up another 100, but in the long run, you're saving money. Plus, look, you get $10,000 added to your loan. Why not create a little, generate a little more debt and give you some pocket money with the enticement? Don't open that. With the enticement, oh, shoot, someone's at the door. Hi. You didn't want that? Oh, I'm so sorry. Um, Hang on a minute. I wanted to tell you that, yeah, we're going to go. I'm sorry, you don't have to take it, but check your solar light and see if it's turned on. Okay. Because mine, they kept turning all of mine off, and then I had to glue them on. Okay. And Those ones, I don't think they can, they're screwed on there, so they yeah. can't move. They can't move mine. Okay. And then uh, tomorrow we are having Crisito's birthday party. Oh. So we're I'm gonna have. I'm gonna mute you. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's all right. Uh, because what? I don't know. I'm getting into a conversation. <laughs> yeah, it's it's her her uh, man that comes over and helps her with her her yard and stuff, and he's kind of. Uh, doing, yeah, she had to, legalese hung up, okay. And I've been, I've been it, saying, you said you're going to mute her, I said, I was getting into a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back on in a few minutes, but uh, uh, she and I had a really good conversation about uh, things, and she, she's really doing a a yeoman's job, and I kept telling them, none of us are near enough to you. So I'm going to encourage all of us and those that listen to please put out a lot of of uh, healing and protective energy around her house up in that mountain. Because if she's an hour away from Denver, she's up in a high mountain. Because New Mexico, where she is, she's in the mountains. She really gets winter there. So, I'll tell you what. I don't think most of us would be able to do half of what she's been doing. I, I just I sit yeah. back and I'm in, in awe of her. You know, okay. it's like, my gosh, what she's had to put up with, and like with her neighbors and stuff, and. And taking care of Ray is a full-time job in itself, and you haven't totally. have ward off her idiot neighbors. Well, it's on. also sisters. Sisters are oh. They're terrible. I guess I didn't realize that. Um, oh, yeah. They know these men. Wow. Her sisters know these men that's, because they're drug addicts. That's what's evil. That's what's really evil. That's what pits me off. Yeah, so, so she doesn't have any family support or anything. No, not at really all. Sad. And, why, and why? And and I I mentioned to her, I said, why did you stay there? Why did you stay there? And uh, she has nothing, absolutely nothing. Yeah, well, she put everything she had into moving there. So correct. Now you got. Now she has to, you know, deal with what she, you know, has and yeah. work with it. But she's got some powerful forces working against her, which is really sad. 
Well, it's all the drug trade. It's the drug trade. But it sounds like they're moving, though? Yes. They're planning on moving. And she doesn't know How did that happen? I mean, did some of her efforts cause that to happen, or did they just decide to move? She changed. I got cut off, you guys. My whole phone got yeah, but well, you know what happened was, I couldn't I couldn't enter any mute or unmute. That some took over my screen. Uh-huh. Anyway, I had to hang up and call back in. That's been happening. We've had other people on other mm-hmm. calls having that same problem. So it's it's interesting that that happened. Yeah, it's interesting that when I start talking about remedy and and connecting with other people, all of a sudden now my phone gets tapped and my accounts are getting tapped. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Yep. But what, what was Elaine saying uh, to finish up? Well, a, a neighbor came and she was talking about some uh, another process uh, about the land and stuff. So <clears throat> she wasn't able. Anyway, to... what? I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Anyway, say, and, and, anyway, <laughs> what um, what was it that caused her neighbors to be moving? That's what I don't understand. Well, if they were I, enjoying tormenting her so much, why would they want to move? Correct. But I think mm-hmm. the fact that the cops are coming around so much, mm-hmm. it makes them known to the cops. And I think that may have been part of it. Because she well, really... Yeah. It's good. Because the cops are, are zoning in on them and they don't like the uh, under the magnifying glass uh, right. syndrome. So uh, hopefully that is what has been most optimum for her. So well, she's got the one good neighbor. Maybe some other good neighbors will move in, and they can start forming a really good little community. That's you know, that would be. I would. I could probably. You know what I can do is pop up a tent right in front of her house. Elaine's place, and just be like right there, you know. She supports me. She approves of it. Then it's totally legal. All the neighbors would be tripping the fuck out, but they they'd be like, Elaine, why do you have this guy living on your on your sidewalk right in front of your house? Or in why do you why is he sleeping under your doorstep? You know. Oh no, he's my uh, my window cleaner. I'm That's bad. my window. He's <laughs> a good conversational piece. <laughs> can you guys hear me? Yeah, we yes. can now. Thanks, Dave. I'm sorry about that. Um, yeah, but I did, I did want to finish up what I was saying um, real quick. And basically what it is is so... Um, if you so I wonder wonder if if your property owner has not done this maybe not because they're going to transfer the price to the re- the renters but because he's getting that extra $10,000 for upgrade but m- what he may not realize is that um you know is that the uh, the idea is to convert homes into apartments as part of this agenda 21 so that nobody is really owning anything and everybody is, you know, just uh, in their little cubicle contained. Um, and so You're that's part right of the, Yeah, and the gold and the silver markets, 
Um, everything that I've been hearing has been saying that sometime in July uh, we should see some kind of economic retaliation. Now, James Comey, the Thank FBI you. director, <laughs> just testified in Congress, and also this past week they um, announced they want to impeach President Trump. So what the watchers are saying is that uh, if Fumi's testimony doesn't condemn President Trump and they can't impeach him via that testimony, which looks like they can't because Comey pretty much hung himself in that testimony, um, then they will do two things. Uh, uh, on July 4th, uh, George Soros has paid the Antiva group uh, that are the radical people to start riots in major cities and in compilation with um, an economic upheaval. So that's kind of what people are saying could be coming down the pike. So, and it is all about that Agenda 21. But I think that we're winning from all that is being said is that, you know, it is not working because too many people are saying no to Agenda 21, no to government control, and I would rather uh, be independent and and find a way to manage without a handout. And I think, yeah, I think that's, that's kind of the way it's going. I don't think that the major populace of people have the funds, the monies needed to be self-sustaining within six weeks, if this comes down within six weeks. So it's going to be very important now to stock up on food and water, to try to find people you can trust, where you can join together and work together, um, you know, to try to help one another. But that's going to be a big challenge in itself. So... You know that's kind of where it's where things are going right now, as far as what I'm and seeing. Elaine, to concur with you, you were the. Uh, I had a friend named Bob who told me recently that on July 2nd, yeah, they're planning all these demonstrations and stuff. So he said, "Be careful. You're in San Francisco. You know you're, and you know the thing about being in San Francisco is that it's totally surrounded by water. Okay, it itself is like a prison." And, you know, all they need to do is block off the bridges, the, the military, and everyone would be just stuck here. This would be basically, um, you know, like a like an island FEMA camp, okay? And no one would come in or out without permission. This is not good for me. It's not good for other people that live here. You know, like, that's why I love quantum grammar, because I believe that they're able to do all the things they're doing because we've been dumbed down. And whatever, I feel like, you know what, honestly, I don't know how I'm able to still think in this madness. You know, like, how am I able to still conceive of these things, these concepts, if I'm so dumbed down? Not everyone has been dumbed down. You are on this call. You're not dumb. You're not dumbed down. You woke up somewhere down the road, you know? Um, and... This whole, I, I just think that people will be waking up, actually, in their own time. But 
and the government knows that the people that are in, in, in you know have been playing the power cards they actually know that they can no longer control they lost their position as the illuminati you and me are now the illuminati we are illuminating them with information and part of what you're saying is exactly why i want you to listen to the odd of uh, the um video that i sent you last night because it will support what you're saying but it'll also give you credence as to why so much of this is going on this is a purposeful evil way in which the uh powers that be think they are controlling you they have lost that control they have lost a great deal of it and are scrambling for getting it back that's why uh, everybody really gets the false flag everybody is really getting and has gotten the dumbed down what they are really now looking for is what are the solutions we have been working on this for solutions all the time i.e. take responsibility for yourself it's not the person out there that's at fault i am at fault it's not the teacher that you long ago graduated from there are magnificent teachers that we did have they aren't around anymore because they have been terminated i.e. they died naturally or they were called crazy and i want you to listen to that word <clears throat> if anybody calls you crazy go hot diggity dog i'm on the right path why do i say that it has been used to dip to degradate who you are has been used to put you down it has been used over and over again for you not to move forward and move forward right. is what we must do i yield yeah, they they want you to go to that re-education camp you crazy crazy idiot <laughs> but um, that's that Donaldson, when, when I was living in LA, when I was living in LA, I started getting um, impressions of future events, and I started watching and seeing what was going on. And um, what I noticed in LA was that biweekly, the major transit system. I lived on a, a road called Azusa Avenue. It's a main road that goes from the uh, internal valley 30 miles east of Los Angeles direct right down to Malibu Beach on the west and so uh, it was a major road um, and yet it was a surface road and not a highway and so what I noticed is bi-weekly on a regular schedule I would see on the weekends the transit bus system four or five of them parked along Azusa Avenue with out-of-service signs on. And what they were doing is running a drill. They were running a drill to transport people out of the city. 
And um, in addition to that, I was seeing these cement blockades blocking off or placed in strategic areas to block off major streets so that the only way you could get from point A in the east to point B in the west is to go on this, uh, you know, this um, either the freeways, which were all those uh, cement blockades were being stored right next to on and off ramps or on the um, major street like Azusa Avenue. So basically what the the idea and what we saw with the, um, what was that when they had those military trainings? I forgot now the word, but uh, everybody protested against Yeah, the drill. Yeah. Uh, what they what they did is they uh, round up people, take them to transport centers via bus, and then cart them off to the camps for your safety. Um, and so the only thing is, once you once you're there, you're you're there in prison behind barbed wire. My suggestion to Donaldson, and and I say this very lightly and carefully, and I don't like to interfere in other people's lives, but I'll be right there, uh, would be to pack your bags and hitchhike out of the city um, and find a, a better place to be stationed. Um, get a sleeping bag, backpack, whatever you have. Try to get out of the big city. Find a rural community. People are recommending places where there is farming and agriculture because um, you know the ground is fertile and there's farming work and you can get um, do some volunteer work for food. There's a lot of that in New Mexico. There's a lot of that in Missouri and Utah in the Midwestern states. But if you wait too long, you're going to be victim to the agenda that plans to entrap people in major cities. And and to add on yeah, to thank that, you. reason they're putting people into the major cities go back in history. What happened when we had, quote, unquote, the crash that began the depression? That was a lie. It was not the crash that caused the depression. It was the Federal Reserve not shoring up the actual um, banks when they were going down. It has always dealt with money. So when you go into these cities and stay in the cities, you're supporting their agenda that you are part of their cities. Do not go into their cities. Stay in the rural, just like um, Elaine said. The city is a trap. Now, now I get it, you guys. I finally, because of your help, Elaine, and because of you, Wonder, just now, I finally realized the kind of community that I'm interested in staying in is one where there is merely a county that is directly under the legislature, directly under the legislature. I do not need to be under, in a county where there's, they have a municipality and let, you know what I'm saying, be, 
that is semi-autonomous. This is that you just oh my fucking. I'm I'm actually stoked right now. Thank you, girls. It is important that see, it's repetition. It's saying it a different way. It's hearing it a different way. And you're at a different place. You get me? You're at a different place. We've been saying this for years, but you've been wonderfully getting an education. God love you. Most people wouldn't have gone out and done it. You have had to learn a great deal. Now you're grasping (laughs) where we've been coming from. At no time have we encouraged people, stay in the big city. Why do you think I'm in a small city? My son brought me out here, and then I got an education as to why I was brought here. I didn't know it before I left L.A. I was one of your ignorant, sleeping twits. And this twit had (laughs) to learn everything, and I had to get out of the mindset. We said in AA, you've got to have your, uh, it's, your mind is like a parachute. Both have to be open. Both. It isn't a one-way street. You've it's interesting, one-way. though. It, it is interesting, though, girl. Thank you very much. What's up, Elaine? Uh, Elaine? Well, I was just going to add, that's why um, it is so important right now. In fact, I'm going to have to stop talking and start doing to check into, you know, your, uh, if you have a 401, like I have a retirement. It's not a 401k. Um, Mine got piddled out in the 2008 bank collapse and whatever was left I just took out before they took it all. But um, I do I do have a retirement, and you can convert that retirement that's lifelong into um, cash out on it, so to speak. And so you can either have that put into um, precious metals or just take the, the cash. But the thing is, is that... I'll be right there. The, um, the dollar is not going to have any value. But one of the things that I've yeah. learned about one of the one of the things I've learned about moving to this small town is I'm like in a third world country. I mean, yeah. you think they don't know anything in the cities out here? They know squat, and you're living by territorial uh, mentality guidelines. So you have to be prepared. I have a friend that I've known and loved in um in Sherman Oaks, Los Angeles for twenty seven years. And when I came out here with my LA mentality and tried to do business with local contractors, I got ripped off. And when I um because their way of doing thing is so completely different, like a third world country. And when I explained that to my friend in Sherman Oaks Immediately, uh, in their eyes, I was discredited because they thought, quote, I thought you had more moxie than that, and then tried to start educating me on how to contract with contractors. But if they came out to this small town community, they would be in the same situation because you can't take your city mentality with you. 
when you come to a small town, you've really got to be a quiet sponge for at least six months, minimally, uh, really a year to pick up what the attitude is so that you know how to function safely in that community. Uh, uh, Elaine will agree with you 100%. She was from Connecticut. She had moved to southern Illinois, southern uh, South Carolina, and she moved up here to Spartanburg, and she can totally agree with what you said because of the same thing. They are not only will rip you off, they're poor, um, uh, what do you call it? They aren't even able to do the work. Right, unprofessional. <laughs> so, uh, it, it oh, seems- wow, I'm going to succeed. What you guys are saying is I'm going to do very well. Thank you so much. <laughs> we want well, the well. thing is, what I experienced out here, an example is I hired, and I was trying to be compassionate, uh, I I knew that there's a lot of uh, immigrants here from Juarez, Mexico, uh, and they come here to try to get a living. And, you know, it's not my place to judge. I need cheap work, but I was willing to pay a fair competitive price. So I hired a man who, um, based on the way his friends hung around him, had a little mental delay problem to build me a barbed wire fence. And I know nothing about fences. I wasn't out to scam him. I came from L.A. You don't build barbed wire fences in L.A. And so I said, I don't know anything about fences. What does it normally cost? Now, bad on me, but I was being pressured because of my neighbor's situation for not researching the cost prior to contacting anybody. But he said, well, uh, for $800. So. I thought, okay, so in my mind, big city mind, the contractor goes and buys the materials and then comes and delivers the product. So uh, he said to me, um, I need a, a check. You can write me a check and you can, you can make it out to my daughter. So I figured, okay, he is an illegal alien. And so when he came, he came unannounced a day ahead of when he was going to come and he no longer wanted um a check he wanted cash but what he came with was old used posts and old barbed wire so what these guys do is they steal the material so that they can get paid for the work yep. because they don't have the money up front mm-hmm. so to do it and what he said to me when i gave him the money uh, because he wanted the money, cash, up front for the whole thing. And I figured, well, he's here. I see the materials. He's starting to dig the post. I guess he's going to do the job. I have to revert, revert to small-town mentality. Um, I gave him the money. He starts putting it up. He works one day and never comes back. Whoa. But what he says to me, hold on, what he says to me is, Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, God, now I'll be able to pay my rent. (laughs) So, see, I knew right off the bat when I heard that that I was going to get ripped off and that this guy had stole, more than likely stole this stuff from somebody else's property. 
Yep. So going going forward, uh, I've I've stopped trying to help out the poor people, and I'm not, I don't mean that in a demeaning way. Um, and, you know, to show that I'm a good neighbor and want to support the community, and I just go through you know licensed contractors. But there's all kinds of volunteer uh, organizations out here. There's a food co-op. Uh, there's men's shelters in the vicinity, um, all kinds of things you can do. There is a man here that um, bought, saved up. I hired him to do little jobs. He always smells like booze when he comes over, but he has a good heart. And um, But he lives with a brother who's a drug addict, and he lived in a camper for 150 a month. In the snow, it gets 28 below here in the winter. And um, it's freezing cold, so he he worked. He saved up money to buy an upgraded trailer, little trailer that has a shower and a stove and a heater, electrical outlet, um, and bought it. And then he asked me, can I put my trailer on your land? Because I don't want to be around my brother's um, drug addict environment anymore. And you know, I uh, I just have to say, my my heart wants to speak out and say yes, but on the other hand, I mean, I'm just I don't want to get that kind of situation in my life because I have Ray who's autistic, who's going to you know have fits and go crazy because there's somebody here. And what if this guy gets drunk and then I end up having to feed and take care of him too? I mean, as it is, I skip two meals a day to be able to feed Ray, you know. (laughs) So, uh, but, you know, you do have to be careful. But I really would recommend that uh, Donaldson get out of the big city as soon as you can and make haste, you know. That's exactly right. Because the big cities are going to be hit. And in Spartanburg, we are a community of only <clears throat> 32 to 39,000. I've mentioned it last week. But in this month, oh, wait a minute, we're only on the uh, 9th. But in May, four, if not five, cell tones cell phone towers went up in my vicinity. What does that mean? We are finding that cell phone towers are what they are using to give people that shot in the ass that they cannot control the radiation that's being put on you. People Look around your city. Start taking notice of what's going on overhead. Is there more cell phone towers being put in your area? Also, listen, a town of 400 or 500 people, it would be very obvious if they started putting cell phone towers. And I'm going to advise you, start yelling about it because it is an entrapment to make certain the people do not make certain the people are as 
asphyxiated by radiation. And I use asphyxiation well, only because I don't know the word, another word. Go ahead. Well, uh, <clears throat> along those lines are the little smart meters. And I say little very... <sighs> Loosely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a smart meter on my house. Um, it was all, you know, the the analog and, and whatnot. And they had announced that they were going to, you know, start coming through town. Well, they hadn't for a long time. So I thought, well, maybe they decided not too good. I don't have to deal with it. And the other day... Um, I started getting these notices from Amron. You are now eligible for this, that, or the other thing, you know. Um, lowering your, your energy costs by, you know, getting on the program of, um, oh, I forget what they call it, but uh, during times of real high energy costs, you lower, you know, you like turn off things, you know, to, to decrease your energy usage. During these peak peak hours, I think it's peak hour energy or something. I don't know. I, I can't remember what they call it. But I'm going, but I don't want a smart meter on my house because I'll bet that's why, you know, what they'll have to do in order to give you this, you know, option. And so I just didn't do it. And um, that that was probably about oh a week or two ago. I start getting these notices, and I'm going, okay, well, I'm not going to do it because I don't want them to come out here and put the smart meter on my house. So Are you the other day responding? Was, uh, uh, interruption. Are you responding to them? No. I'm not. Yes. I'm not. Must, you must respond to them. Well, no, hey, you should contact me. Let, let no, me communication, no communication. They will put it up. Go ahead. Let me finish. I okay. was out in my yard the other day, and I was dealing with oh, this water issue we've got. And I just happened to glance over to the back of my house, and I'm going, wait a minute. That is not the same meter. They already put the smart meter on. They already put it on. You didn't respond, so, so it was acquiesced. I'm not I'm not making you feel bad. You must respond to them and say, no, I refuse to have them. I have stopped them three times here. In one day, I had two uh, private contractors and then a man from Edison, from Duke Power here, come to my house. And I told them, no, I will not have the smart meter. You will not take that meter off. It had already been changed from uh, uh, digital to analog. So, no, I can still read it. So, but it is not the little dials. It, you, what you right. have has got a magnifier there for them to be able to read it. What we, I well, have the first order of where I can see the numbers still. But the smart meter well, the, cannot read the numbers. You can't read the numbers? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. On a smart Correct. 
Okay, well, I can I can read the numbers. I just don't have the dials, so I thought it was a smart meter. It, it, it's a magnifier type of thing. Do you have it where it's got a little spindle on it? I'd have to go out and look at it. Close, yeah, right? regardless, just you know what you I need to do is write them right now and tell them you refuse. Write them today and tell them you refuse to have a smart meter. You've got can to write them. Can I, can I offer some Call them. I'd write them and call them. Go ahead. I don't think they'll be able to get them to remove it. Uh, if it's a smart meter and it's the most recent kind, it has an LED readout. Um, um, I don't know if they can modify like what Wonder's talking about, like hers. Um, but there is something you can do if they put a smart reader or modified your other one. But a true smart meter has an LED readout. So um, what you can do is what I did when I was at my mom's house because they had put a smart meter on her house. Uh, you can go to the hardware store and for about three bucks, get yourself some aluminum screening. Aluminum yep. screening. And then, and then what you also need to do is buy um, not gray duct tape, but they have this stuff called foil tape. And so what mm -hmm. you do is you, you encase your meter in that aluminum and tape it with that foil tape. Because what that will do is that will prevent that radiation from coming into your uh, area on the outside. But then what you'll also need to do is wherever that if that smart meter is attached to a wall in your house, uh, you should put a piece of that foil as well against that wall to prevent it from coming in on the back end. But if you tape it really good, with that, put that aluminum around it like a tight seal, like a shoebox around it, and then tape it really well with that aluminum foil, you can prevent that radiation. But now that it's up, you, I mean, you just have a battle in your hands. Uh, maybe a battle you don't want to get into because it's all about money now and the exchange of money. And, you know. And well, actually, it was trespassing. I'll help you with that shit. What, what um, I have learned is that the update on it, because of my refusal and them calling and wanting to do this whole wonderful thing on my house um i'm a rental but it's the the issue here is i have done what um elena said i have put it inside the house and i have put it outside i have put the aluminum screening i even made a, a round basket and put a cover on it what i had to do though was take it down every time i had the electric company coming out because I didn't want them to know that I was stopping something because they would they would say I was doing an illegal thing. Oh, no, I'm not. You're the one doing the illegal thing. But um, I, I just kept out of that kind of fight. What you want to do and what you is the update is the issue that they are um, – in December, anybody who does not have, quote, unquote, a smart meter 
will be fined, get this, a $150, a one-time fee, to be able to have their uh, smart meter ignored or the non-having of the smart meter. And then you will be charged, I think it's $50 a month over your electric bill. Please note, your electric bill goes up every time they put a smart meter in. It does not go down. I'll tell you what. Let's see if we can get the mayor to actually make a public announcement saying everyone has to have the smart meter. I doubt he's going to do it, okay? Uh, They've been doing it so below the radar that it's only because of YouTube and people putting on what they've gone through. This one woman got taken to jail because she refused to have that smart meter put on. And then the, the guy said her dog attacked him. No, you trespassed on her property. That's what that meter man did. In the beginning, a lot of people fought this and continue to fight it. It is a health hazard. It is a fire hazard. And it is an uh, economic hazard because no one's bill has gone down. I keep such a tight control on my, oh, my God, it's 12 o'clock, on my uh, electric meter is I know I run, because it's a summertime and I have the fans going, I run still between 4 and 6 kilowatts a day. Winter it was 4 to 5. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm real conscious of it. I will not. I am fighting like mad to get my own. I've got to do another cash or another two cash um, materials for me to be able to be totally free from this gargantuan theft. It is theft. Electricity is free. It's all around you. It is all around you. Rub your hands together. You're building up electric power, and you feel the vibration in your hands. That's energy. The the power companies pull electricity in. They never go out and dig anything. They never go out and uh, go into mines to get electricity. They never do a damn thing to get electricity. It's free but they make you pay for it because that's exactly what our wonderful J.P. Morgan did. The Federal Reserve, income tax, sinking the Titanic, and metering your electricity and nullifying anything that Tesla did. I yield. It is time for us to go, though. I did not realize we've gone three hours, four hours. What is it, nine? Three hours. So uh, I apologize. We've gotten into such a good conversation. You people are wonderful. So let us do the ho-ho-pono-pono. And, and, well, and let me just just ask one question because I didn't get a chance to finish my conversation. But oh, um, how, do you, how do you tell the, the difference between electrical and digital? I mean, smart and digital. Well, digital is numbers. 
Okay, so if I go out there and I look at it and I can see numbers, it's just digital. It's not a smart meter. That's you got to look at what else is there. When oh, that's what I'm have, Yeah, on the smart meters that I have seen that they carry to the house and what my friend has on her house, it looks like your meter. It's the same shape. All they're doing is slipping in. They're not changing any wiring. But it right. has what I would call it a, a magnifying eye. It's like an eye on it. And that eye is where they're going to read. The rest of the number, the, the, where you would think you'd see numbers, it, it's like a blur. It goes, zoop, zoop, zoop. And may, there may be numbers there, but you can't see them. They go so fast. That's what the new um, smart meters look like. Go out okay. and check it. Take a picture and send me a picture. Okay, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, when I looked at it, I could, I could see numbers. Okay, I do remember that. So it may just be a digital readout instead of an actual smart meter. But I'll look. Yes, send me a minute. Okay. Because they may have again change the modality because the people are getting smart. Mm-hmm. See, this yeah. is what they do. They they know we're smart, but they make it like we're dumb. So, again, when yeah. they call your name, go, yippee, I'm <laughs> on the right path. Always throw them off. Always throw them off. This is important. Yo, you, you guys are brilliant people, and you just know that. And, I mean, there's so much to say. Everything you say is inspiring. So, you know. And, and, and Jonathan, um, Pardon me, Donaldson. I, Jonathan's here. Donaldson, it really is important you leave San Francisco. San Francisco and all the California coast, all of that West Coast is under heavy radiation. <clears throat> if you have a radiation meter or you know someone that has one, have them take a radiation read of the air. It's very important. Okay, so you're saying it's under radiation. You are under heavy radiation. You're right. Where does Fukushima air go? West Coast. And that, right? And start taking some iodine, iodide. And miso soup. You're in an Asian area or you can get miso soup until it comes out your ears, but miso soup and sea vegetables. Okay. Go to those Asian stores. They will have all of that. That's how they many survive after Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, 99% of them were destroyed by the... But the small community that survived did it on miso soup and sea vegetables. Is that the only thing that wasn't affected by the atomic bomb? Right, that makes sense. Because it had a lot of iodine in it, I guess. Right, the natural well, iodine. I appreciate all of that. Because I got you're a in a heavy, heavy Go place, ahead. but let's do the whole ho'oponopono. Go ahead. Yes, Who wants to be first? I'll go. Uh, 
Okay. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I love you. I love you. I'm sorry. I am sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Donaldson, you want to do next? Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And uh, and I love you. I love I you. I love you. Elaine, why don't you do the third one? Because I think this would keep on helping you. Okay. Um. Please forgive me. Please forgive me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. I love you. I love love you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How, how, how. And this is the way we can help each other. Look inside. Get stronger inside. And, and, And as we said on the program, Elaine's our model for strength and combating a lot of evil. She's our strong heroine, not the drug. Heroine. <laughs> I can't say She's it. Our hero. She's our hero. <laughs> uh, but it is important that we actually keep a model in mind because when the shit hits the fan gang, we got to be ready to get out of that blowing wind and be really able to stand and survive better than survive, get a better life than we've ever had before. I yield. Everybody, let's do on the count of three. Spread those arms out and let's get all this world in our hands and know that there are people out there awake getting deprogrammed, working to save this world from corruption, from evil, from immorality. There are people out there. Let's keep saying it. More and more are coming forward. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, one, two, three. I could go on, yo, just so you guys know, I could go on doing that for hours. Good. (laughs) Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.